Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. All right, I'll rock it on the phones after we do some serious college football talk for the next 10, 15, 20 minutes with one of the best in the business. He covers it day in and day out for USA Today. Mr. Dan Walken jumps aboard here on CBS Sports Radio. Dan, Jody Mack here. How you been? Is Dan there? Great. How are you? Very good. Thank you very much for jumping in with us. Appreciate it greatly. Um, uh, Some fun college football action today. I don't know if I would say outstanding college football action. Let's start at the top. Georgia was number one. Um, They uh, allowed 10 points right before they have to make it look like it could be a competitive game in the second half, and they ended up uh, just blowing out their opposition. They're far and away the best team in college football, aren't they? Yeah, they're excellent. And uh, their defense is getting better every week. Uh, Obviously, offensively, Stetson Bennett's been in a lot of big games. They, uh, yeah, they cruised through that second half today. And they're going to be in the playoff. They're going to win their last two games against Kentucky and Georgia Tech. Uh, They're almost certainly going to beat LSU in the SEC championship game. And, yeah. They're going to be the number one seed, very much deserving. They're kind of out ahead. I don't think they're unbeatable, but they're really good. Now, LSU locked up the other ga- other spot in the ACC SEC championship game today with a hard-fought win against Arkansas. So does that mean Alabama's dead in the water? Yeah, they're not going to get in the playoff. Um, and, you know, it's just one of those years for Alabama where they didn't just – they didn't get enough done. You know, they, they lost at the game of Tennessee. They botched the ending of that. And the game uh, last week against LSU, they had their chances and, and didn't get it done. That's the way it goes. You know, small margins in the sport. You lose a couple games, you don't get in. And that's the way it's going to be. They're going to have to go into the offseason and try to figure out how to get back on top. And, and maybe they will. But, uh, yeah, just not their year. You mentioned Tennessee, and uh, they got shut down. Their high-powered offense got shut down by the best defense in college football, Georgia, last week. They come back, put a 66 spot on the board today. What do they have to do? What 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 kind of help are they going to need to be able to find their way into a playoff? Yeah, I, they're certainly going to root against uh, TCU. You know, these last couple weeks, TCU just now, finishing off a win against Texas in Austin. That's a big, big deal for TCU. They've still got Baylor on the road, and that's going to be a tough one. 
Uh, they're going to play the Big 12 championship game. TCU is going to get in if they're undefeated, for sure. Uh, obviously, the Ohio State-Michigan winners is going to get in. Uh, you know, Georgia, for sure. You know, we'll see about LSU if they can run the table. We'll see about USC. That's the only hope, I think, now for the Pac-12. Um, so, you know, Tennessee's kind of sitting there lying in wait on the outside looking in. But if they get a couple teams uh, losing, then, you know, they might be the best fourth option. But we'll see. And uh, you mentioned the fact that uh, Michigan and Ohio State have to play each other, and then the winner's going to play in the Big Ten championship game. Um, so they've got work still to do. But can the loser of that game, not making its uh, conference championship game, uh, still, if it's a close game, hangs in the balance, one-point loss, could a one-loss team from the Big Ten get in even though they're not in the Big Ten championship game? If we get to that point, it'll be a big, an interesting debate. Uh, you know, if, if it's Michigan or Ohio State losing a close game, you know, how do you compare them to Tennessee? Um, I, I don't know how the committee will look at that. You know, I think Michigan's played great football this year. I think they've been just so consistent week in and week out. They're tremendous defensively, uh, and I think that's something that the committee values. I think Ohio State, you know, they don't play great all the time. I think there's portions of games where you feel like they should be kind of flying high and being able to score at will, and they sometimes don't do that, but um, – they're, they're very good. The win they had early in the season over Notre Dame uh, doesn't just hold its value, but seems to be increasing in value week by week. So, yeah, if it gets to that point, you know, a one-loss Tennessee that doesn't win a conference championship versus a one-loss Michigan or Ohio State that uh, doesn't win its conference championship, I don't know how that's going to go. You know, we got a few weeks here left to see exactly uh, how these teams finish and, and what the committee makes of it. I just said this about Ohio State, agree or disagree. The reason why I think they do have a chance to win the championship is because on offense, they can beat you one of two ways. They can either have C.J. Stroud throw it all over the field to that very talented wide receiver core that they have, or they can just run it down your throat, too. Michigan's the best running team in the Big Ten, might be the best running team in all of college football, but they can't throw it the way that Ohio State can. I give Ohio State an advantage over Michigan because they can beat you one of two ways. Is that a fair evaluation? Maybe. We'll see what happens. You know, I think Michigan, though, you have to look at their defense. Their defense has been tremendous. They also do a great job running the football. Um, you know, they're kind of built for these late November, early December cold weather games. Uh, you saw, like, today in Ann Arbor, the weather was terrible. It was snowing, and they were just able to kind of dominate. You know, they're just so physically tough. I, I think Ohio State's extremely talented, but I think there are times where they don't play up to their potential because they're just a little bit of a finesse type of team. And uh, I think Michigan is more physical. I think they're more committed to running the ball and to sort of playing that physical style that – you don't need a good weather day. So we'll see what happens. It's, it's going to be a really interesting game. Michigan won it last year by just kind of physically dominating Ohio State, just punking them in the trenches. I can see that happening again. But at the same time, it's, it's in Columbus. And Ohio State is certainly going to 
play, you know, like like the national championship is on the line because for them it will be. You mentioned that uh, Georgia will be a pretty significant favorite in the SEC championship game against LSU, who hung on. Winning on the road in the SEC against a good team like Arkansas is a good win anyway. Slice it. While it wasn't eye-opening, it's still a good win. But I'm with you. I think there'll be a significant underdog to them. Uh, If they make the SEC championship game and kind of get their lunch handed to them, could that lessen the good season that Coach Kelly has had down there? If you're an LSU fan, I think you got to be pretty happy because some people thought, oh, they're going outside the SEC. Coaches don't, don't come from outside the SEC and come in here and win. Well, he has, and he's going to make a championship game appearance. How good a season do you think he's had in his first year on the Bayou? I think he's gotten the most out of this team. I think that's all you can ask. You know, I think that there are some limitations at LSU. Uh, obviously, you, you bring in Jaden Daniels as the quarterback, and, and they did that kind of late in the game because they just weren't really that confident in what they had at quarterback, and I think that was a smart decision. I think LSU, coming into the year, a lot of people really kind of picked them you know, maybe fourth in the SEC West, but they've played, I think, really good football aside from a few, a few very uh, unfortunate plays and decisions in that game week one against Florida State. Uh, But Florida State's turned out to be a pretty good team. So, look, um, this LSU team is not going to win a national championship. They're they're not that good. I think there's some holes and flaws in that roster. But at the end of the day, Brian Kelly was brought in to elevate that team and the level of coaching. I think he's done that. I think they've gotten better as the season's gone along. Uh, I don't think they're a great team. And but, you know, they're going to make the SEC championship game. I think it's a great achievement. Dan Walker from USA Today, their lead college football writer, I guess, here on CBS Sports Radio. All right. North Carolina just finished up a, a win, wild game. They had the lead, gave it up late, got a big pick. Hartman threw a bad interception and uh, kicked the game-winning field goal and then uh, were able to uh, stop Wake Forest uh, with under two minutes to go. They've only got one loss against Notre Dame. They're going to get probably a one-loss Clemson team in the uh, ACC championship. Is there any scenario where they're in the mix whatsoever? They're at number 15, which means they're going to they'll, they'll take a big leap, leap up because uh, they win this game on the road as an underdog, but it might just barely get them into the top 10. North Carolina's got no chance, even though they are a one, a legit one-loss team in a good conference, not the Big Ten or the SEC, but the ACC is pretty good. Um, they're they're uh, bowl-bound to a major bowl, but they can't sneak into the playoffs, can they? Yeah, I mean, I guess there's an outside chance. You can't totally take them out of the mix at this point uh, because if they do win the uh, ACC and they're 12-1, and one, win over Clemson, you know, they, they'd have an argument. I, I don't know how exactly that would go. I think North Carolina, they've won a lot of games uh, that uh, are kind of, you know, the, the back and forth, high scoring variety, and they've, they've strung together a lot of them, which uh, I, I don't think is a high probability. I think they've maybe probably got a better record at this point than, than what they deserve. But, uh, you know, I think it's for them, like Drake May, the quarterback, Really, really good player. I think he's a guy the next couple of years that you're going to want to put in the Heisman Trophy conversation, the 
first round draft pick conversation. He's he's awesome, awesome talent. And uh every week they're putting up a lot of points. I just don't think they quite have the level of defense that you would want to be a true national championship contender. Yeah, I yeah, ju- jumped on that Drake May bandwagon early in the season and it just keeps picking up steam as it goes along. I think he's going to be Heisman Trophy finalist this year. I think he's getting an invite to New York. I make Stroud uh, the the leader in the clubhouse right now, but he's gonna he's gonna get himself an invite to New York. Mark my words. All right. Um, uh, any major coaches on the hot seat? Seasons have fallen apart. We usually don't see teams firing their coaches in season in college football, but every once in a while it does jump up. Is there anything that could come as a surprise with a coach being given his walking papers over the next couple of weeks before the regular season comes to end? I mean, at this point, you know, you've, you've got kind of the openings that we all thought, you know, Auburn came open a week ago and that's, I think considered the top job on the market right now. I, I don't know that we're looking at any major, major surprises as we get down to the end of the season, but you know, the Texas A&M thing is, um, is, is interesting. It's, it's just been a total disaster over there. And, you know, they're probably going to miss a bowl game. Well, they're going to miss a bowl game. They're three and seven. This is a team that people thought was, you know, potentially, uh, you know, top 10, top 15 type of team. Uh, it, it's it's been brutal. You know they lose to Auburn tonight. Um, their offense stinks, and you've got to put that right on the shoulders of Jimbo Fisher. But you know the the buyout is is almost you know eighty million dollars. So I don't know what you do there. So let me ask you about Jimbo Fisher. If they just decide, listen, we have to check. This is embarrassing. It is terrible. Does Jimbo? I, I know he doesn't need to coach again, but he's coach and he's motivated. And the fact that he get it gets into verbal skirmishes with uh, uh, Coach Saban in Alabama knows how much he is a college football coach, and it's ingrained in him. Would he take another job? Would he just spend some of that Texas A&M money if he is not back there? What do you think happens to Jimbo Fisher? Oh, I don't know. I mean, and I don't really care, to be honest with you. Oh! Jimbo, Jimbo was, Jimbo's going to make a lot of money off Texas A&M. Um, you know, he, he's he's going to be an extremely wealthy guy, regardless of, of how long he coaches there. Uh, but the problem with Jimbo is just his offense is kind of a dinosaur at this point. Um, I, I think probably the end result here is that, that – Texas A&M will force him to give up the the offense, the play calling. He'll have to hire an offensive coordinator next year, and and we'll see what happens. But you know the the truth is that um, it was a hire of a big name, but a guy who at the last part of his tenure at Florida State was clearly going in the wrong direction. And I think the results at A&M speak for themselves. Um, this has been one of the biggest coaching hire flops in the history of college football. And A and M extended him. Um, it, it's it's crazy what's happened, but you know I just I don't know what more there is to say. Like I, I've whacked the guy for for weeks and weeks, but <laughs> it's just not getting any better. All right, last thing for you, and we appreciate it whenever you come on, Dan. Uh, I said I think C.J. Stroud is the leader in the clubhouse. Uh, it's his Heisman to lose. I do give props to Drake May. I think he's going to get an invite to New York. I don't think he's going to win Heisman, but maybe the 
best overall offensive player in college football this year could be Blake Corum of Michigan. It's been a long time since they gave a Heisman to a running back, and he's been a dynamite one this year for the Wolverine. A running back doesn't have a chance to win the Heisman, does he? Uh, I mean, it wasn't that long ago. What was Derrick Henry was the last one probably? Uh, It wasn't that long ago. Look, I think uh, for Michigan, for Blake Corum, you know, I think it's going to come down to how they play in the Ohio State game. We'll see. Uh, If he has a big game there and Michigan wins, then he probably will win the Heisman. I, I don't see a slam dunk winner at this point. Uh, you've obviously got Hendon Hooker in the mix. I think, you know, Bo Nix was making a push, but Oregon's loss tonight, you know, probably takes them out of it, takes him out of it. But, uh, yeah, Blake Corum, I mean, he's he's had a tremendous year, and, and he just is such a great fit for what Michigan tries to do on offense, and, and they, they do a great job. So um, I don't vote for it. You know, so I don't really necessarily break down week by week uh, who's in the lead or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think you're on it. Blake Corum and uh, C.J. Stroud, Hendon Hooker. I mean, those were probably three of the, you know, three of the four or five guys who were going to be in, in the in the finalists. And uh, I, I do think that the last part of the season, the last couple of weeks, will really determine how a lot of these voters uh, break. All right, I want you to write this down, okay? Uh, both, uh, I, I'm asking my guests to do it and you guys at home to do it as well. I'm going to give you the five guys. And they don't always invite five. Sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less, but it seems to be five more often than anybody else. I give you the five right now. Stroud, Corum, May, Hooker, and you know who's going to be the fifth guy, and he deserves it, is Stetson Bennett, who has done exactly what's been asked of him at Georgia. They win because of their defense. I know it. You know it. They know it. But he does make plays, and he does put points on the board. He's not going to be a high NFL draft pick, and quarterbacks are usually in that mix when they're in the Heisman. I think Bennett is the fifth. How do you like my list of five? Yeah, I mean, that probably mirrors what is is going through voters' minds right now. But, again, I think people really pay attention the last couple weeks. Championship Saturday has, I think, more recently made and broken a lot of different Heisman candidacies. So I think if you play well on that championship weekend, you have a huge advantage with those voters who hold their ballots till the very end. And good, good on those who do, because you should vote for someone who does it over the entire course of the year. Great stuff, Dan. We always appreciate it whenever you come on. Thanks for doing it tonight. We'll get you back up in a couple of weeks before uh, we get to the start, the, the, the final counting up of who's going to be in the playoffs. Thanks for joining us tonight. All right. Thank you. Dan Walken, USA Today, here with us on CBS Sports Radio. What was the best thing about the interview with Dan? Easily. He doesn't like Jimbo Fisher. I don't care what happened to Jimbo Fisher. Well, yeah, I, I would care if I were a college football writer. How how badly does this portend for uh, Texas A&M? They're going to have to put parting gifts of $80 million? Damn, that's a lot of money to not have to work. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 